Welcome to the Friendly Podcast Guide, sorting through podcasts so you don't have to. I'm Andy Smiley, and I want to help you discover the right podcast without having to listen to an entire episode. Now, let's talk podcasts. Podcasts are good for a lot of things. They keep us entertained, they're the adult conversation in our day when we're surrounded by small children, and they help us learn in a hands-free way. But did you know they can also introduce you to worthwhile causes? Matthew Passy is the host of Cause Pods, which is a podcast that aims to interview folks who are using podcasts to raise awareness for a good cause. The length of each episode is 15 to 30 minutes. The series is ongoing with new episodes available a couple times a month. Before we learn more about the vibe of the show, we're going to take a quick break to talk about my first FPG giveaway. I wanted to say thank you for listening to the podcast as we approach the first birthday of FPG. It has been so much fun to launch the podcast and meet all of you, mostly virtually, this past year. As a thank you, I wanted to give one of my listeners a $25 Amazon gift card. All you have to do is fill out a quick demographic survey and I'll choose one of you to win the gift card at the end of the month. Thank you so much for filling out this survey. It helps me make sure to find podcasts that you'll enjoy and find sponsors that align with your wants, needs, and desires. Thank you so much for a great year, and I can't wait to give away that Amazon gift card. Now we get to hear from Matthew Passy as he describes his journey into the podcast world and his passion project that is CosPods. So Matthew, welcome to the Friendly Podcast Guide. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I am so glad that we finally got to connect. Can you introduce yourself to my listeners a little bit? Sure. So my name is Matthew Passy, and I run a podcast production business at thepodcastconsultant.com. Uh, I've been working on and around podcasting for about 15 years. Um, I, On top of doing editing and production, I also do consulting, recording, and we just opened up a studio. And if it sounds like I do a lot of stuff about podcasting, it's because that's pretty much all I do other than raise kids. <laughs> I love that. Well, I feel like that would be a dream come true for me. I love podcasts in all aspects. So you're living my dream currently. <laughs> we'll talk more about that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. So can you tell me, why did you start CosePods specifically? So CosePods is actually a direct result of the podcasting business. So I'm very fortunate that I started this podcasting business mostly as a side gig after working in radio and, and having a real job, got laid off. And was trying to figure out what my next real job was going to be. And folks who I used to work with through the radio station reached out and said, hey, you know, we did podcasts with you all the time. They actually turned out to be pretty valuable. Could you help us? I was like, okay, yeah, why not? I, I, I can figure that out. So I started this production business and I was very fortunate that after a few years, the, the business was very successful. I was able to make a very good living for myself and my family doing it. And because my background, because I used to work for the Wall Street Journal, most of my clients came from the financial world, Wall Street, you know, folks who are managing millions or sometimes billions of dollars. And I often joke that my job was to help rich people get richer, which there's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm all for people being successful, right? Sure. As long as you're doing it in, a, in the right way. I, I'm not opposed to people being successful and, and being wealthy, but I just didn't feel like what I was doing was having an impact or, you know, kind of fulfilling that altruistic part of me that, that I know I have. So I decided that I would create something as kind of like the, the CSR, the corporate social responsibility initiative of our <laughs> company. And that's how cause pods was born. So we use our platform to talk to folks who 
cannot afford a podcast producer, cannot afford a big podcast consultant, cannot, you know, have exorbitant budgets for marketing and everything else. And we talk to them about their podcast, about their cause. We try to raise awareness for what it is they're doing. We try and raise some funds for their favorite charity or, or their charity, if it's possible. And then truthfully, the best part about cause pods is the piece that most people don't hear is I usually stay on the call with them for like 20, 30, 40 minutes after that. And just dump as much knowledge on them as I can for free because, you know, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's like my pro bono podcasting work that I get to do. That is awesome. I absolutely love that. I feel like you're taking your skills and you're helping people that really need it. Yeah. And, and that's the best part about it. I mean, truthfully, I've said it many times, like I'm happy that there are people who are listening, but I'm not necessarily that interested in a large audience. The only reason I want a bigger audience is so that the people who come on will benefit from more listeners, more exposure, more donations, more whatever. Um, but truthfully for me, the, the joy of it is to meet all these incredible podcasters, hear about some of these incredible causes and issues that are happening in the world. And then, like I said, doing what I can to provide some insight and wisdom and help um, in a way that I know most of them just, you know, they can't afford to, to get out there. Definitely. Well, yeah, they're putting their money elsewhere probably towards their charity or whatever. So they just don't have the extra money. If they have the money. Right. Right. And, sure. <laughs> and truthfully with a lot of folks, it's not even about money. It's sometimes it's just about time, which is mm. so interesting. You bring that up, by the way, you know, one of the things that I found with a lot of these folks is we talk about getting donations and it's, it's hard to convince people like, you know, give $20 here, $30 here, a hundred dollars here. Right? We, lots of people are asking for money today, but one of my early guests on the show, and I can't remember who, but he was like, honestly, if I would rather a hundred people give a dollar then one person give a hundred dollars because mm -hmm. just increasing the number of people that are showing interest in a cause can have ripple effects, uh, you know, that can be amplified down the road. And so I, I, you know, I hope we can get more and more attention to some of these really great and powerful causes. I absolutely love that. So how would you describe the vibe of cause pods? It is part curiosity. So it's me really just taking time to learn about someone, learn about their story, learn about their cause, why they're doing it. And then the other part of it is a little bit of an education piece. So my hope was that with cause pods, we would almost be able to build a community of cause based podcasters and that all these folks who are doing it, who have had success or, you know, who've done something interesting, we would be able to share information with each other. So it really starts off trying to learn who they are, what their cause is, why they're doing the show, what the show is about, but then also really get into like, how did you get started on the podcasting? What are some things you've learned? What are the mistakes you made? Like what has been weirdly successful? And you know, a lot of the answers have been very similar from episode to episode, but when you get a unique answer, it, it really makes all the difference. Definitely. I love, I love that. Um, like other podcasters that are making a podcast for a cause can listen in and learn from other people. I love that. I feel like that's so interesting. I, I didn't even think of that aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, we, we usually ask everybody the question is, you know, for somebody out there who wants to start a podcast for their favorite cause, what advice would you give them or something like that? So right, like it really is supposed to be encouraging those who think that this medium is right for their mission and hopefully giving them some tools, support and encouragement to, you know, just go out there and do it. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, okay. So I know this is hard, but do you have a favorite episode or a couple of episodes and why? So it's hard to pinpoint a favorite specific episode, but 
you know, one thing that my I've noticed and that my producers noticed on the show is you can always tell that I am truly interested and truly passionate about the topic more so than just wanting to give people a platform because you'll see the episode goes from like 12, 15 minutes to like 30, 40 minutes, right? <laughs> Any, if you, if you go through them and you see an episode, it's like 30, 40 minutes, you know, that we spent a ton more time on the cause and their background and their story. Um, and what that issue is than we did on really the podcasting aspect, right? It's probably like, Oh, we should talk about podcasting too. Uh, but <laughs> okay. yeah, you'll, you'll kind of notice that. Okay. So there's the cheat sheet to figure out which one's Matthew's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So is your podcast okay for little ears? I like to ask because a lot of my listeners are moms. I would say you need to be very careful about which ones you want to have little ears listening to. Some of the topics that are being discussed can be very sensitive. Um, you know, and in some cases in the world that we are living in today, some of these might be seen as political I don't mm. think we necessarily try to play politics on the show, but you know, if we're doing a show that involves LGBTQ issues, then right. There's lots of people who just don't want that kind of content for young ears. So I think you have to really look at the show, look at the type of content that we're talking about and make a decision for yourself as far as whether it's going to be appropriate for your kids or not. That said, I think we've only had two or three episodes where we put like a verbal warning at the beginning of the show, like caution, this is going to be difficult to listen to. Mm. Um, but you know, for the most part, it's, it, it really just depends on you. And that's kind of one of the issues with the show is that like one week we'll be talking to someone about homelessness. And then the next week we're talking to someone about bipolar issues. And then the next week we're talking to someone about the environment. And so you don't get a lot of listeners from week to week to week who are interested in all those different topics. Sure. Um, so I, I'm not imagining that a lot of, you know, moms and parents are going to want to, you know, binge listen to this while they're in the car. Sure. I, you know, I would say it's a little bit more for those who are thinking about this. And, and then if you are interested in these causes, you know, it's a great way to find podcasts that might speak to you or might speak to an issue that is important to you. I think one thing most of these podcasters have found is that, people often find their podcast after whatever it is has happened to them. Mm -hmm. And most of them are trying to create resources that would be better before then. Sure. And so, you know, it, I wish more people, you know, would know to check out right. Uh, homeless podcast, but nobody expects to be homeless. And by the time you are, it's too late to go back and be like, Oh, I should I listen to that podcast? Right. Like it's just, that's just not how it works. Yeah. Sadly. Sadly Hopefully cause pods can change that. Right. <laughs> That's the hope. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, is there anything else that you want to add that we haven't touched on yet? Just if you're listening to this and you do have your own cause-based podcast, it's really, really easy. Just go to causepods.org. There's a little booking calendar right there on the website. We're going to ask you a couple of questions about your show, your cause, some links. Um, and 99 out of 100 people we say yes to. There's only a few who are like, entrepreneur podcast, teaching you how to make money. That's a good cause. Like, yeah, it's not really a cause-based podcast, <laughs> but you know, for the most part, we, we welcome everybody who has a, who's, you know, trying to make a difference in the world and using this medium specifically to do it. So I would encourage you to go causepods.org, sign up, come join us and let's have a good chat. I'd love that. Awesome. And, um, is there anywhere else that people can find you other than causepods.org? 
Uh, if you are looking for consulting audits, podcast production, the podcast consultant.com. And if you're just curious about things that I have to say, just search for my name, Matthew Passy. Matthew was one T in it and Passy is P-A-S-S-Y. That's you know my username on all the, the usual locations. Sure. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. This has been a fabulous chat. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you know someone who could use cause pods in their life, will you share this episode with them? Also, don't forget to take the FPG survey so you can be entered to win the Amazon gift card. Talk to you soon. I'm the only one in my family who has never cursed in front of the kids. Mm. <laughs> the only one. My my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, my wife, my my father, my like everybody. And <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you just have to learn how to compartmentalize when you're in radio. Exactly. It's, it's a lot of money if you get it wrong. <laughs>